do you want to know what it is? The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Red Pill Podcast, welcome to episode one of the podcast. That is the intro there. If you don't know what Red Pill means and you clicked on the podcast thinking, what does that mean? There you go. You've got the blue pill. The blue pill is living in ignorance with your eyes closed. The red pill is living freely, just understanding things for what they are and taking a wider approach and view at things, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, but yeah, the name of the podcast explained there by Morpheus from The Matrix. If you've never seen The Matrix, film from 1999. I mean, everyone should know this film, but uh, it still applies today. You know, the stuff he's talking about there, it still applies today for sure. I was torn between two names for this podcast, which we'll get into later. Um, I'll have to talk about today with it being the first ever episode. I need to do an introduction to myself, the podcast, itself what's gonna happen going forwards um but yeah like i say uh, if you don't know who i am i go by sasuke gaming on youtube i have a gaming channel i also go by ysk reacts on um youtube also because i have a reaction channel i also go by sk doppo i do music i'm a jack of all trades but my name is not jack so find me at any of those places find me at red pill podcast on social media which i haven't made the accounts for yet so hopefully you can find it uh but yeah first things first before we get into it as well i'm new to the podcast and scene i'm not sure how everything works if you're listening on Spotify, 
on Apple Podcasts, hit the follow or the like button. I don't know how it works, but or rate it five stars. I don't I don't know how it works. If you're watching on YouTube, though, I know you can just subscribe and like the podcast for more to come. Uh, I want to try and do this weekly. It might turn into bi-weekly. It might turn into monthly. Uh, but I've always wanted to do a podcast. You know, I feel like over the last few years, the amount of podcasts out there on the internet has skyrocketed, especially through lockdown. I feel like everyone started one, but I've literally always wanted to do one before. It was cool. Do you know what I mean? I, I was before the trend. I'm not trying to hop on a bandwagon, which I literally am right now. But I thought, you know what? Let me just get my foot down and just start it. I've got things to talk about. I love to talk. You'll see from listening to this podcast, I go on rants all the time and go around in circles, if I'm honest. Um, so today it's just me hosting the podcast, but I will have co-hosts in the future. I'll get a few of my mates on some weeks to, you know, co-host the podcast, have some conversations back and forth there. But today and, and most weeks, to be honest, it'll probably just be me talking about things that's going on. Uh, as you can tell by the title of this podcast, I'm going to be talking about graduation. I had my graduation on uh, Wednesday from university or Americans, I guess you just call it college. I guess I don't know how the American school system works. Uh, but yeah, so wanted to get into that um but as for the podcast though like i say just taking things like from my perspective which is very open um and a lot of people recently that i've spoke to about like my views on things they say oh you're just copying andrew tate and i'm like i'm not copying andrew tate this is just how i think if you don't know who andrew if you don't know who andrew tate is yeah stuttering already on the first episode of the podcast not good but um, if you don't know who he is, he's been taken the internet by storm recently, conquered every social media platform pretty much with his controversial, in quotes there, uh, views on and opinions on things, especially women, which we won't talk about. But the way he views society in, in general is the same way I view it pretty much. So a lot of my points, I will reference Andrew Tate. So if you've never heard of him, you might want to check a few of his stuff out after this podcast. Um, and yeah, but uh, another thing before we get into it, I want to bring visuals uh, to the podcast eventually. I know you can do visual podcasts on Spotify now. Obviously, you can on YouTube with just uploading the video. So I want to bring that eventually, but I don't have a set for it right now. But that will come in the future if the podcast takes off. Uh, so hopefully it does. And yeah. That is me, pretty much. I'm a full-time YouTuber now that I've graduated uh, university and I don't plan to do anything with the degree. I think degrees... Well, let's just get straight into it, yeah? I think degrees are a waste of time, if I'm completely honest. This is not to shit on anyone's dreams. If anyone's dreaming of going to uni, if you've not been before, um, or if you're in uni right now, or if you've been to uni and graduated yourself, like I have on Wednesday, just gone, um, this is not to shit on your dreams. Everyone, each to their own, go and do your thing. But for me, like, a degree is just the most expensive piece of paper in the world. Like, I've got, like, 27 grand in student loans to pay back or something like that. I don't know how the student loan payback system works, but £27,000 to pay back. And what do I have to show for it? a piece of paper? Like, obviously, that piece of paper, that's a very minimalistic view of it because you can take that piece of paper, go and get a high-paying job and, and rate it. But... Yeah, it's not for me. Like, I can't lie to you. University was not for me at all. Um, the three years were just a complete waste of time. My first year was cut short by this little virus that was going around. I don't know if you have heard of this virus. Um, I don't want to say the name on the podcast because it seems to get flagged and copyrighted. Uh, or, well, not copyright, but it seems to get flagged when you mention this C word. Um, second year was completely online. I had to do complete online remote learning because of this virus. And then third year was shambles as well so like i have no credit to the university for how they handled that situation by the way i think it was atrocious but let's not get into that i don't even know if i should name drop the university that i went to to, to out them like that but 
Yeah, like, it's just, and the thing is, I'm just looking at it, like, a few jobs in the world, right, you need a degree to go into, so that's fair enough. If you want to go to university, if you want to pursue, like, if you want to be a doctor, you've got to get a degree in, in medicine or whatever, you've got to do that, so I understand this, so I'm not shitting on on people like that, because obviously you need doctors, if I get injured or something, or if I get sick, where do I run? I run straight to the doctor, so I can't sit there in a doctor's hall while I'm dying thinking, hey, fuck you, you stupid degree means nothing, because obviously it fucking does, because the hell with me survive and whatever, but... Like, and even me, I graduated with a law degree. I don't even know if I've said that yet. Graduated with a law degree. You need a law degree to go on and do law stuff and be be a lawyer, I guess. I don't even know if you, you need to. That's how little I actually looked into having a proper career path like that and a proper job. You can probably get into law and be a lawyer without a law degree. There's probably some course out there that you can study in a law firm. Like, I'm sure paralegals, they're people who don't have law degrees, but they work in law firms, and then the law firm can put them through training to become a lawyer. I think, I think at least that's what Meghan Markle did on Suits. Um, I never finished that program, but that's what she was doing where, where I got up to in that program. But, yeah, so there's, there's certain jobs that you do need one, but, like, certain people, you, you go to university, right, and this is a, an Andrew Tate point that I want to bring up because I've, thought it for for a long time so you go and study business business seems to be a very popular course at university even i studied business in school in gcse level like because it's just it seems so easy and, and simple but you're going to learn business how to run a business the ins and outs of business your lecturers that are teaching you business have never owned a business in their life and most of them are poor so you want to learn how to run a business and how to make money from someone who doesn't have a business and doesn't have any money. Admittedly, that doesn't go for every lecturer in the world. I'm sure there's one guy out there, well, not one, but a few, who tried to start a business or have their own business, and then they're teaching on, like, but, you know, do you know what I'm trying to get at? Like, you're learning from people who, they are qualified because they have teaching degrees or whatever. Again, a teaching degree, like, are you, what, what even is that? Like, I could go and teach people. I don't, why do I need a piece of paper to say I can teach Okay, but anyway, that's another side like story, sidetracked. I don't want to get sidetracked already. Um, but I have got sidetracked already. I've lost me me train of thought now. That's it, business. So, uh, see, this is why I need a co-host to remind me of <laughs> of where I was up to in these rants. So, going back to that business thing, like this is what Andrew Tate said. Anyway, my view is is slightly different, but. Um, yeah, you're learning business from someone who's never owned a business or doesn't have any real like money because obviously if they had real money I'm talking millions or at least hundreds of thousands they wouldn't be in university giving a lecture they'd be out on a yacht in in the south of France or something do you know what I mean eating snails with some models on a boat like that's what they'd be doing they wouldn't be slaving away working nine to five teaching fucking kids how to run a business when they don't actually know how to run one and I agree with that 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 point of view, and I, I do view it that way. Uh, two people I want to shout out, by the way, for this podcast, Terrell and Terrence Mallory, the Mallory Bros. They are one of the biggest inspirations behind my YouTube and the, starting this podcast. Uh, I've watched those boys for years. The Mallory Bros, the twins, if you've never heard of them, go and check them out. They do music reactions on YouTube, um, vlogs on YouTube. They do some, well, they used to anyway, I haven't done one for a while, like which is better type uh, content and with films as well, like one's got to go pick four films one's got to go i used to love them videos they haven't done one for a while but the mallory's bros uh, the mallory bros podcast check them out on spotify 
and Patreon everywhere, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, the reason we want to shout out those two is that they've spoke about this on their podcast before too. They both went to film school, got film degrees, uh, and they spoke about like how when they were in school, the stuff that they learned about film is not relevant in today's film industry. Like the the situation and the the industry changes over time. So they've learned. I think they said they learned how to shoot films on film, and then now everything gets shot digitally. So this con like the content they learned and the knowledge they gathered from uni to get this degree, student loan debt, get your degree at the end of how many years of your life you take out to study this, and then by the time you come to the real world, like to apply that shit, it's not relevant. Like, it's not relevant. Even with me studying law, like, half of the stuff that you learn, like, cases get overturned or overruled and change the, the principles of cases all the time. I bet you had some cases. I, I did law in college as well. So five years ago, I started studying law. Did two years in college, three years at uni. Five years ago, those cases that I learned, I bet you not some of them today are not applicable because they've been overruled by a new case or something like that. Even, like, for the last five years, I've been learning EU law, European Union law, UK, where I live, I live in the UK, England, if you haven't been able to tell by the voice yet. Um, the UK isn't part of the European Union anymore. So why am I learning about European Union law? Because it doesn't apply anymore. Because we're not in the EU. Do you know what I mean? So, but five years ago, like when we when I started the course, is literally when the things started to pull out of the, was when England started to pull out of the EU. So it was relevant then, but it's not relevant now. And that, that's what you'll find with a lot of courses in Union, a lot of the content, especially like film. Now, like I've spoke to me, me parents about this before, about how like I got like one year into my law course at Union and I just hated it. I, I was like, I, I loved law at college, but university was completely different. And I was just like, I don't enjoy this. I actually really enjoyed it. I got an A star in A level law. Not to brag or nothing, but I will do that a lot in this podcast. I can't lie. But um, yeah, I got an A star at uh, A level law go to university and I hated it and I was like this is just completely different I'm not enjoying it at all um and I didn't want to like go into that path anymore of being a lawyer because all my life it's been I'm either going to be a doctor or a lawyer I got to college you have to study uh, obviously to be a doctor like I say you need that degree but to get into university to do that degree you have to do certain A levels which is biology and chemistry and I picked biology and chemistry at A level before I'd even started college, I dropped chemistry because I was like, you know what? I'm not in the right mind space right now to apply myself for chemistry because chemistry's A-level is going to be hard as fuck. So let, I'm not going to do that. Then I started college, did like two weeks of biology and thought, you know what? It's the same thing here. I'm not going to apply myself and I know it. I need an A in this lesson to get into uni and I'm not going to get one. So let me fucking drop it. That's when I picked up law uh, and I did economics as well. And if you're wondering what I picked for the the other one that I swapped chemistry for. So I picked up law and economics instead. And then I loved law, fell in love with it. And I was like, you know what? Lawyer is the path because all my life it's been doctor or lawyer. I dropped the doctor and went straight on lawyer. But the plan was to pick those. The reason why it was those two jobs was I wanted money. I'll be real. It was money driven completely. If you say what's a high paying job, the top on fucking family fortunes or family feud, the top two answers people will say is doctor and lawyer. Watch. So that's the reason I picked those those two like career paths. But all my life I've wanted to do YouTube. So the plan was I'll do I'll be a doctor or a lawyer, do YouTube on the side. Then as soon as YouTube starts making more money than me lawyer or at least close to it or or doctor job, I'll drop my main job and then do YouTube full time. But one thing I learned from starting YouTube back in 2020 now, I think I've been doing it for two years. 
one thing I learned is that you can't treat it like the side hustle. You have to treat it like it's already the full-time thing if you want to make it. I'm not even getting monetized yet on it. I've got 800 subscribers on my uh, gaming channel. Been doing it for two years, grinding my ass off, yeah. Treating it like the full thing. I put it priority over even uni um, and I'm still not getting paid for it. So imagine I treated it like a side hustle and focus on uni. I'd be like nowhere near where I am today um, on that YouTube front. But um, again, a big sidetrack tangent there that I've gone on um, and I can't remember what the original point was I think I was talking about the Mallory bros saying how like what you learn at uni is not relevant today in, in some cases some courses um, oh yeah that was it uh, I said to me mum and dad like the only thing I really care about in life like people say like you should do something for your job that you actually enjoy yeah and then you'll never work a day in your life however that saying goes so for me I love like gaming. I love playing the Xbox. I love TV and film as well. Uh, and I love music. That's why I make music. That's why I react to music, react to TV and film and play games. That's the four like avenues I have on YouTube. Um, so like speaking to you, my dad, my dad said to me, like, do you think you should go back to uni and study film and do film studies? And then I was like, then I brought up the Mallory bros and I was like, but the things that I learned there, obviously it would be good knowledge because right now I couldn't go and shoot a film. I couldn't set up a film set because I have no idea about that knowledge. And the knowledge I would learn at uni would help me towards that. But going into the real world like situation, say like, say I've learned to shoot on a certain like camera, I guess. Then I go to get a job. All I know is this camera. I go to get a job, get hired for a company. Let's say Disney hires me to, to film something. And then they give me this camera and it's like, this is just a, an over like simplification of the, the points I'm trying to get across. But they give me a new camera and I don't know how to use that camera because I've never learned it. And I only know my knowledge is limited to what I've been taught. And like, and then I say, oh, can I use this camera instead? Because I've, I know this one. And they're like, no, nobody uses that camera anymore in the industry. It's out of date, out of date technology and whatever. Do you know what I'm trying to get at? So... That's just my view on, on uni, like I say, not to shit on anyone, because the main thing that people, I think, take away from uni is just the experience of it, the friends that you meet uh, and make for life, as a lot of people say. Like, if you move out for uni and you go and live on campus and you obviously have roommates and stuff, then you meet more people there. The experience of, of going out, the nightlife of the city that you, you're in, um, and just the whole experience in general. That's one thing I'm, I'm glad I went through and, like, one thing I will take away from uni but is that experience and new friends realistically i didn't even make that many friends because i never i never even went i never used to go in like i say first year was cut short by a my laziness and b that virus that went around second year was all online you couldn't meet no one third year was a complete waste of time and i never went in anyway because i was grinding youtube so i didn't really meet anyone the only people i did meet was from like societies and clubs that i was part of um and they're mates that i will still speak to to this day but from my course anyway there's nobody new that I met, you get me? So, but even if I did, is making new friends worth £27,000? I don't know what that is in, in dollars. I might try and do some quick conversion right now. Um, But is that worth it? Like, do you know what I mean? You can make friends for free on the internet. Just DM some people on Instagram or or Twitter. I've got mates off that I've met off Twitter or even through the Xbox. And I didn't have, I mean, obviously I had to pay for a phone to get Twitter, pay for an Xbox to play games, but I didn't have to pay £27,000. Um, and let me just translate it to dollars real quick in case there's any Americans listening. That's $32,000. Fucking hell, that exchange rate is shit. £27,000 is $32,000. Okay, that is, 
yeah, that is rough. Um, but yeah, like, is it is that experience worth it? I guess for some people it, it might be, and you know, you can't really look at money as the the be all and end all. Because I mean, but you you have to though at the end of the day, because you need money to live, you need money for food. Everyone's got to eat. You need money for food. You need somewhere to sleep. You need to pay for a roof over your head. You need to pay for water, gas, electric. You know, you've got to. Money does make the world go round. Um, so people who say money can't buy happiness, that's the biggest lie I've ever heard in my life because money can absolutely buy happiness. Well, it can't. I don't think it can buy happiness because happiness is an emotion, but money can buy freedom and being free makes people happy. Like we spoke about the Matrix to begin with in the intro uh, and Morpheus said like, you know, you were born mentally, you were born a slave basically, but mentally a slave, uh, just trapped in the system uh, and the Matrix as as they call it, which is what university is, is a whole part of. Uh, and again, there's, there's loads of points that I want to touch on here, but... I don't want to keep going around in circles for one and two, keep going off on tangents uh, before I get back to it because I feel like I'm starting points and not really finishing them, which is a bad trait uh, and a bad thing to do. But that's what I'm going to do on this podcast a lot until I get a co-host who can keep me uh, on track, you know what I mean, and, and keep me pointed towards a solid goal. So, yeah, like I say, university, um, just not for me. And another thing, going back to like the outdated information and, and stuff, like if you if knowledge is what you want from uni you can go to university for free and do you know where that university is free university you probably think oh no, what do you mean you can go for free you've got to pay for it you can go to university for free pull out your phone and click that youtube app pull out your laptop your macbook your your pc and search www.youtube.com youtube is free university i'm basically a qualified personal trainer i'm basically a qualified nutritionist i know everything pretty much there is to know about nutrition working out gym stuff and how because i studied it for a year on fucking youtube i didn't have to go and do some bullshit course i had to pay for to get a piece of paper at the end to say i know what i'm talking about i lost like five stone or some some fucking crazy back in like 2018 19 i used to be a big fatty cut down because i was just fucking sick and tired of it gathered some discipline and some work rate did some, a bit of fucking research and got me arse in gear to cut down. And I fucking did it. I didn't have to go to university for three years to find out, oh yeah, fucking cake's bad for you. <laughs> I mean, that's a massive oversimplification again. Um, but yeah, and I can give out that free advice to people. Obviously, people charge for it. Personal trainers charge for it. But obviously, they most personal trainers have some sort of like, oh yeah, I've got a sporting degree. Okay, well, well done. I don't have a degree and I still know how to fucking train. I still know how to diet. Like, I get, uh, you know what I mean? This is just another thing again. Like, you don't need a piece of paper to tell you what you can and can't do. The only people who look at that piece of paper is the people in the matrix in the system. The people who are like, uh, like, I don't even want to get too deep into it because it sounds like I'm, I'm going on some big, like, I don't even know, like, I open and rant, but that's basically what I'm doing, and that's basically what I will do with a lot of things I talk about on this podcast in the, the coming weeks, um, and however long I, I keep at it, um, doing this, which is hopefully a long time, like I say, I've always wanted to do one, um, but I feel like I'm all over the place right now, I don't know how you're feeling as, as a listener, um, if you are enjoying this, if you, let me know, obviously follow me on social media, Red Pill Podcast, um, I'll have the links in 
in the Spotify thing, or I should do, to the, the social medias of the platform. Let me know where you're listening to this. Are you listening in the car, on your way to work, on a walk, in the gym? And I like to listen to podcasts in the gym. Um, I know a lot of people like to listen to heavy metal music and stuff, or just music in general to get them like pumped for the gym, but I like to listen to, to more chilled stuff now in the gym. I used to be on that wave of like heavy, like pumped music. But now I'm like, I'll go in there and I'll listen to like classical music. I'll listen to like soundtracks, Attack on Titan season four soundtrack. Um, I'll go and listen to to podcast, listen to the Mallory Bros each and every Friday, which this podcast hopefully is dropping on a Friday and will be each and every Friday uh, to come in the future. But again, another little side point, the stuff I'm missing out with uh, the university stuff. But let's try and bring it back to university to the school system as a whole um and back to the matrix yeah this is the red pill podcast after all i'm trying to open your eyes to my open eye view of how i view things so let's take it back to school but even before university what the fuck do we need to know pythagoras theorem for what the why do i know fucking quadratic formula still to this day why do i know the quadratic formula why is that in my brain? When am I ever going to use quadratic formula? Never, but I still remember it because we got fucking trained to remember this shit in school. But if you look at school, yeah, like people are going to look at this and say, oh, chat and shit and whatever, but that's the blue pill mentality. Go back to school. Since we started even primary school, you're getting indoctrinated to follow orders from people in positions of power, which is what society is. Like, since a little kid, your teacher is the person in the position of power and authority over you, even though they have, like, fucking people above them, head of subjects, head of years, and then fucking head teacher of the school. But they rule over you. We've got to sit there and learn some bullshit. What do I want? Why do I care about the Christmas Carol? Even though I did enjoy reading that book and stuff, I enjoy reading books. But why the fuck are we learning about a Christmas Carol? Why are we learning about Romeo and Juliet? Why do I need to know about Tybalt and Mercutio? pulling straps on each other like pause but why do i need to know this stuff you don't in real life you don't i don't know what well, i don't even know what the fuck a mortgage is if i'll be real with you if you gave me some money now and said go and get a mortgage on a house i'd be like i don't even know what the fuck a mortgage is that's some shit that we should have learned in school we should actually be learning in school shit that matters at least this is how i view it like all the stuff that we learn, reading and writing is important. So going through school to, to learn to read, to write, to do maths, to add things up, you need to add up money and shit and, and do finances. But realistically, what the fuck is quadratic formula? <laughs> like, what the fuck is quadratic formula? I don't even know what that's used for. I could not use that. If you gave me like a fucking situation and said, use quadratic formula, I know the formula, but I don't even know what the fuck you use it for. What even is, what does quadratic even mean? Like... Who knows? And who cares anyway? But school, you're getting indoctrinated to follow orders. If I don't fucking do my homework on quadratic formula, I get my ass whooped. I don't really, metaphorically speaking. I get shouted at by my teacher. Yeah, and shout out my maths teacher actually in school, especially through years 10 to 11. I don't know what that is in grades, so sorry, Americans. The last two years of high school for me. My maths teacher was fucking sick. He was such a cool guy. Um, and I got on with them proper well and actually did good in maths and I actually enjoyed maths in school so I'm proper rinsing maths but I actually did enjoy maths and I enjoyed English but that's besides the point just because I enjoy something doesn't mean it's useful science I enjoyed science because you're learning how the fucking world works yeah but like even just testing in general like you're telling me I've I've got to learn like for five years of school 
But then I get one grade at the end of it based on like three tests per subject. Like, how is that even fair? How is that even a fair assessment of my knowledge? I did shit in my English GCSE. All through school, I was fucking top of the class in English. I was getting A's and fucking A-star work. Completely shit the bed in my English exam. Um, and came out with a C. Instead of after getting A's for the last five years before it. But I get a C in English and look like I'm a fucking divvy who can't even read or write. Do you know what I mean? Like, how is that a fair assessment based on on one test? Like, it, it's crazy to me. Um, how do, the whole school system is just crazy to me. I just look at it and think, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, what the actual fuck? Like, I don't agree with how we get tested. Obviously, you've got to test people to to test the knowledge, but like I'm saying with that English example, that's not a true testament of my ability because I shit the bed once. You think I shit the bed every night? No, like, <laughs> like. It just, yeah, it's crazy to me. It is crazy to me. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. But, yeah, it's just a whole system. And that's why I've never agreed with it um, in, in general. And even getting into the real world, like my part-time job, working in a shop in retail, it feels like I'm in school still. You've got them people in positions of authority above you who think they're like the fucking top G. When not the top G, there's people above them. But even those people above them who think they're a top G, you're not a top G. You're still on shit wage. It's fucking like thinking that you're a fucking millionaire. Like my big boss in work, I'm not even going to name drop where I work because this could get me in trouble. He's a fucking divvy and he thinks that he rules the roost. Oh yeah, look at me. I'm, I'm got more power over you. You want to see power? But I'm not even going to go there actually. Um, <laughs> like it's, I keep saying, I, someone do a like counter. How many times have I said like in this podcast so far? But yeah, going back to, to work and, and that system there, it's the same system as the education system. People in power above you who think that they're a top G because they have more authority than you. But realistically, you're both slaves in the system. You're not free at all. Like, just because you have more power than someone, just because you can tell me to go and pick something up off the floor doesn't mean doesn't even mean I'm going to do it. If you tell me to pick something up off the floor more time, I'm just going to fucking kick it underneath the aisle. Like, I'm not even going to pick it up. Like, I'm completely doxing myself here and exposing myself for bad work practice. That's why I've not dropped my government name yet, so that the government uh, <laughs> can't... Uh, well, not the government, but my work, if they find this, they can't, like, sue me or not. And like that. Well, try and sue me. I've got a law degree. Yeah, what what do you have? What degree do you have? Yeah, I'll look at my degree. I've got a piece of paper that says I know the law. But even that, going back to it, I've got a piece of paper that says I know the law. Do I fuck know the law? I completely bullshit me way through the last three years. Don't even know how I came out at the end of it with a degree because for the last three years, or at least two, I've been sat there fucking grinding F1 videos on YouTube and reaction videos on YouTube to albums. Ask me about some 808s and some hi-hats and I'll answer you. But ask me about uh, criminal law. Well, criminal law, I'm actually good at. Ask me about land law or contract law. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. So at the same time, I'm saying with the PT stuff before, why do I need a piece of paper to tell me that I know this stuff? It's the same difference here. I've got a piece of paper to tell me I know stuff or to tell other people that I know stuff, but I don't really know stuff. So what fucking validation does the piece of paper even have? Because I don't actually know stuff. I don't know the law. So it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. The society is just fucked. And the more people who open up um like to to this view and of society like the the actual worse it's gonna get because if nobody wants to do a proper job and work then society will fucking fall and crumble yeah this will be like black hawk down but it'll be society is the black hawk like 
I'm not like I'm saying, I'm not trying to shit on anyone who wants a job. If you want a job and you want to work nine to five for the rest of your life and slave away for some boss who is probably fat, like go for it. Like I'm not here to shit on your dreams. Go for it because we need people like that in society. We need those people who do the everyday ordinary jobs. This might this sounds condescending, but I'm really not trying to be that way. I'm genuinely saying go for it. Please do because like say everyone in the world listens to this podcast and thinks oh yeah what the fuck am i like slaving away from me boss for why am i letting me boss stress me i'm gonna die in 20 to 40 years anyway so why the fuck am i letting this fat guy in triple xl shirts yeah why am i letting and his elbows look like kneecaps <laughs> why am i letting him like make me stressed and then they quit the job and, and all become YouTubers. If everyone becomes a YouTuber, the market's oversaturated. It's oversaturated as it is. If everyone becomes a podcaster, it's oversaturated. It's oversaturated as it is. So then there's not enough um, customers, I guess, in a sense, customers. like Nobody pays to listen to this podcast. Well, you pay Spotify, and um, they might pay me eventually. If they want to offer me exclusive uh, Spotify access, please go ahead. Same goes for Apple. Just someone send me money. Uh, anyway... Like, there's not enough uh, customers to draw from them to listen to the podcast because they're busy listening to, you know, Bill the Bin Man, listening to his podcast about why he quit his job as a bin man because his boss was treating him like trash, pun intended. Um, but yeah, like I'm saying, if if all the bin men quit their job, who the fuck's going to empty the bins? There's no one to do it. And then the streets fucking stink, which they already do in, in some cities. I'm looking at you, Paris. Uh, I've never even been to Paris, but France is catching a shot there because I've heard bad things. If all the bin men quit the jobs, there's no one to fucking do it. Like, if all the, the what you'd call mundane jobs, if they stop doing things, like, then the society does crumble and fall. It's just trying to be in that 1% that isn't part of the system. Like, it, it, everyone's like a cog in a machine. They're all cogs turning, and if one gear fucks up and breaks, it's okay. But if every gear comes off of that machine, then the whole machine fucking stops and everything falls. Um, and at the top of this machine is the government. I won't even talk about the government today. We'll get into that in another podcast. I don't even like politics, but fuck the government as well. In fact, can I say that? Are the FBI going to come for me now? Are they, they going to kick down the doors? I'm seeing some people rappel down the windows now, like Rainbow Six Siege, going to breach and clear in my window uh, with thermite. But, um, yeah, what the fuck is I saying now? Again, I don't know. But fuck school, fuck university, don't go. I will not pressure my kids to go to university when I have kids in the future. I don't have kids right now. Uh, that sounded a bit misleading, but I will not pressure my kids at all to go to university. At the same time, I'm, I won't pressure them to be a YouTuber if they want to be, um, I don't know. I mean, hopefully by the time I have kids, my plan in life is financial freedom. Hopefully my kids never have to work. You know, that's what I, I want for my family. But if if they want to go and work, if they want to be a bin man, go for it. I'm sure it was, um, was it Richard Sherman, the cornerback who used to play for the Seahawks? I don't even know if he still plays now. He's an NFL player in millions a year. His dad was a bin man. Like still, while his son was in the NFL, because he just enjoyed it. He enjoyed feeling that sense of like accomplishment and purpose in life to wake up in the morning and go and do a job. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not for everyone that that life of just having money sitting around doing fuck all. I mean, not that people with money do fuck all. Like, you look at some celebrities; they work hard for their money. Even the Kardashians, people are like, "Oh, what the fuck are they famous for?" Yeah, maybe they've had a, a weird upbringing. But, and were born into money, a few of them, because the dad was a rich lawyer, rest in peace to him. Um, but, like, they fucking work their ass off still. I, I don't know them personally, but neither do you. So, to say that they don't work, look at all the businesses that they run. 
all of them have their own businesses. Kylie Jenner's a billionaire. I'm sure Kim's a billionaire, which she wouldn't be without Kanye. Let's just get to that another day. Uh, Kanye West is my favourite artist of all time. A bit more character development for me. But, yeah, like, I think that I'll wrap it up there, to be honest, with the, the graduation stuff. There's some other things I want to talk about in today's podcast, but find me on social media let me know what your thoughts of what are your thoughts on the school system am i chatting shit do you agree with me like what do you want to do when you're older if you're still like in college or if you're in university what do you plan to do after i mean like yeah it's, i was gonna say if you've even graduated if you're old you can there's still time to change your life around you can quit your job tomorrow and go and start something completely different if you're a bin man you could quit it and go and be i don't know what's a another job i can't think you could go and be like you could go and work in retail and stack shelves like you could do that like if you wanted to uh, it's it's up to you you know uh, take control of, of your life take take that red pill take control and just think fucking everything is a scam every like <laughs> everything's built against the, the free-minded people and the free thinkers so just fuck it realize that realize that things are not meant to go your way and make it go your way not, that's the that's the point I'm trying to get across. One thing I want to get into as well was similar to touch on what I've just mentioned. Um, KD Kevin Durant tweeted something the other day, which was quite interesting to me, and was actually one of the main reasons I started this podcast to discuss this tweet that he said. So KD, it was actually a, a week ago now. He said he's put on Twitter. Did you add to your legacy today? If so, what did you do? And I think that's just a really dope question to think about. Like, did you add to your legacy today? If you think that before bed every night, you will wake up the next day more motivated, I think. Every day you should be trying to add to your legacy. Now, to, legacy to me means what you leave behind when you die. That's what your legacy is. It When you go, the, the physical form of your what you leave behind is your legacy. Now, what does my legacy consist of? YouTube. Every video I upload, that's on the website forever. Do you know what I mean? When I when I have kids, they can go back to fucking 2020 and see my first YouTube videos where I'm quiet because I've got no confidence in front of a mic or a camera. They can go back and see that. That's part of my legacy. But and like legacy doesn't have to be those physical things though, which is what I thought a lot of people um got wrong with this question because KD gets held on Twitter a lot. He's one of the most active um, professional athletes I've ever seen on Twitter, by the way. Not many people are like this. Uh, maybe Kevin Durant and, and Ja Morant, like they're, they're probably the most too active people on socials. KD, though, is more like he talks about just mad stuff like this, like did you add to your legacy today? Um, talked a lot about basketball, whereas Ja is just like throwing, um, what's, it, what's it called? Um, threats at people let's just leave it at that um, but yeah so someone replied some woman replied to KD saying um, I emptied the dishwasher with a question mark and people think like how's that adding to me legacy like what did I do today why do I have to even add to me legacy like this woman said I emptied the dishwasher does that add to the legacy and KD replied great leadership Maggie you made everyone in the house better today which adds to your legacy and I'm just thinking, this is such a dope mindset, and it's probably the same mindset that got him to the NBA in the first place. Like, just want to wake up, wanting to wake up, sorry, and do something every day that makes you a better person, trying to get 1% better each day, which doesn't really make sense because by the 100th day, you'd be at 100%. But go over that limit break, Goku and Vegeta style, Dragon Ball Z limit breaker. Go over 9,000, like beyond plus uh, plus ultra like fucking deku and all might but um sidetracked again 
the point is like i wake up now i'm making a podcast today that adds to the legacy because if i can turn this into a thing if i get a, a show an exclusive deal with someone like spotify then it brings more money and then more income to the family even just building this brand of the red pill podcast which I said I'd talk about the name earlier because I've got two names that I was torn between, which might change over time anyway for Brandon reasons. But uh, again, I'll get to that. But yeah, just just wake up and add to your legacy. Even if you wake up, you don't go to work. It's your day off. You go to the gym. Go to the gym. Get your ass out of bed. Go to the gym. Lift some weights. Make yourself a better person. Make yourself more healthy. Build some muscle. Lose some fat. Make yourself more healthy, which in turn adds to your legacy. Because people, A, people respect people who are in shape more than people who are out of shape. That's just a fact. Look at Elon Musk. He's been getting rinsed on Twitter for his <laughs> for being built like a deep breath. <laughs> Bro's built like a deep breath. Like, But if, if you look at Dwayne Johnson, no one rips him. Everyone likes The Rock. You know what I mean? Because if you don't like The Rock, he looks like a fucking rock. He would just come through your house, destroy the fucking thing like a wrecking ball and headlock Yeah, He could probably headlock me with his finger, if I'm honest. Like, The Rock probably trains his fingers. He probably has finger day at the gym. That guy is huge. Like, pause. But, yeah, people respect... That's adding to your legacy. People respect people more. It, it adds respect to, to you um, as a person. Not that it's... I mean, let's, let's, not, let's not go there. Uh, but, yeah... Well, what, what the fuck is that saying now? Adding to your legacy, that was it. So, But even like something as mundane as emptying the dishwasher, like KD said, that's making everyone in the house better because then there's dishes because people need to eat and people need to have food. People come home from work, fucking making money for the family. People have food using the dishes. Like, just even little things like that, just this is for the people who have no motivation to, to do things in life. You know, like just get up. And do some shit, add to your legacy. You should try and add to your legacy every day. You should try and make yourself better every single day. And people, if people say, why should you? That's just a lazy mindset, I think. Like, just get up and do some shit. I'm quite hypocritical because I used to be the same. I used to just sit around all day. I would love to sit around all day and do fuck all. But shit's got to get done. I'd love to sit. I've just started One Piece. I would love to. There's a thousand episodes of that. I would love to sit here all day and binge watch a hundred episodes of One Piece, but I get up every day, I'm trying to make money, I'm trying to work, make these videos, just get up and do shit, I'm going to the gym as soon as I end this podcast as well, get up and do shit, do you know what I mean, I'm not trying to turn into a pure motivational speaker right now, but just from, not even from a motivation point of view, just, you should, like, this is the way I view it, you should want to wake up and be better, a better person every single day. Because otherwise, what's the point in, in living? What's the point in being on this planet? What are you doing here? That's a, a philosophical question. What are you doing here? Like, <laughs> serious though. Um, but yeah, I think that's it with, with the KD legacy tweets. I just like that mindset. Um, I'm, I'm just looking through the, the responses to that KD tweet. Like, someone replied, like, as he said, what, what have you done to add to your legacy? Someone replied, I logged onto Twitter to give you a ratio. Like, get a fucking life. And the guy's fat in his profile picture. I didn't even have to guess that. Like, get a fucking life. Go to the gym. That That's end of story. Um, So, I've wrapped up the graduation point. Wrapped up the KD point. Let's talk about the podcast name. Originally, it was going to be the EFR podcast, which stood for Escape from Reality. Because, my, like I say, I'm a big film and TV guy. I love anime. I just love cinema in general. Um... So, and that I use that as an escape from reality. We've spoke about reality, the system, the matrix. The world outside is fucked. Like, it's just shit. 
fucking shit, bad shit happens every day all over the world. There's a fucking war going on overseas at the minute. The shit's crazy. America is fucked. Everyone has a fucking gun. It's like fucking Fortnite over there. Well, let's, let's let's just not go. Let's not go there. But um, yeah, bro, it's it's crazy. So my escape from reality is films and TV. Because if your world shit, you can immerse yourself into another world. Like I'm saying, I'm getting into One Piece now. I'm loving this world building that they're doing in One Piece with all the fucking pirates and all the characters I'm getting introduced to. And it's fucking better than thinking about bad shit that's happening in the world and being depressed and sad about it. Let me immerse myself in a different world, escape from reality. Uh, and and go into that and that's what the podcast was gonna be escape from reality podcast it's your chance i, I don't know how long we'll go on for I'm, i've been rapping for 45 minutes now and, um but yeah i don't know how long it'll go on for like i say maybe an hour a week maybe when i have co-hosts it might be a bit more than that between an hour and two hours a week where you can escape from reality as a listener you can put this podcast on while you're doing work around the house while you're emptying the dishwasher to add to your legacy while you're doing the or washing the dishes yourself put the podcast on to escape from reality listen to me chat shit for an hour to two hours because i can chat shit for for days do you know what i mean if i could make this podcast 24 hours i probably could i can talk and talk for days so but that, and that's what this podcast was going to be but i decided to go with red pill podcast for just i just think that name's cooler red pill podcast compared to efr because i know there's a music podcast as well called nfr might get a bit confusing there um but yeah Red Pill Podcast, I think, sounds cool. Let me know what you think of it by following Red Pill Podcast on social media, which I need to go and make the social accounts for after this podcast. I'm recording before I've even set anything up. So, like I say, this is planning to go up on Friday. It'll be out on YouTube on Friday. Spotify, I'm not sure how things work, how long take, how long things take, sorry, to get uploaded there. So, it might not um, be out on Friday. But red pill podcast hopefully you are enjoying and hopefully you stick around for a week because i mean i've been rapping for 45 minutes by myself once i have co-hosts on we can bounce each other's like ideas off each other um and then shit's good you get me uh but another thing i want to talk about let's go into that transition now from talking about just the everyday life stuff to talking about my escape from reality content which is uh, films tv and sports now at the end of each podcast i want to talk about films and tv and sports in separate sections uh, because i just love the two things so if you're not interested in films and tv and you're not interested in sports and you want to wrap it up here um, i appreciate you listening like and subscribe and rate the podcast five stars or whatever you have to do um, but for those who want to stay and listen Let's get to it. We'll save sports for the end because I know a lot of people might not be into that. But as for films and TV, just came out um, yesterday, actually. Netflix uh, have lost 1 million subscribers in Q2 of 22, uh, which is obviously the last three months, I think. Is that what quarters are? 1 million subscribers, though. And this is where Netflix are going wrong. Like... This fuck all to watch on Netflix. Let's be honest. It's there's no like there's a reason why it's a meme that like you just put Netflix on and and fucking and people just start fucking. You get me? Because there's nothing to watch. Like it, it's a it's a whole meme on the internet. Like there's nothing to watch on Netflix. So that's why Netflix and chill came about. How long have we been saying Netflix and chill for? Because it's fuck all to watch on Netflix. Realistically, Breaking Bad is on there, the greatest show of all time. Um. And but once you've seen it, it's done. You get me? There's not there's no like franchise building or new stuff coming out that are getting people excited. Stranger Things is finished now. I'll talk about Stranger Things in a minute, actually. I'll give a spoiler warning before and don't worry if you've not seen it. Um but Netflix in general, you've got Squid Game season two coming. We didn't need that. 
Squid Game had a perfect ending if they just made my man get on a plane and go and see his daughter. That would have been one of the greatest limited series of all time. But they're making a season two for the for money. They're putting the prices up and the content is going down. Obviously, Netflix is different all over the world. American Netflix might be lit, but UK Netflix, if I go on there now, it's fucking shit. There's nothing to watch on there. Like, I, I sit there all day, mainly just on Crunchyroll, which I'll get to as well, because Crunchyroll is the goat of streaming platforms right now in my eyes, um, only because it's anime. But still, Netflix, the amount of content is reducing, but the price is going up. Are you kidding me? I was paying $15.99 a month. That is fucking crazy. $15.99 a month. Are you shitting me, Netflix? To do what? Not even use it for the month. I might watch one episode of something in a month because there's fuck all to watch on there while I've got Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, all these other platforms that have actual good shit on there. Like, and Netflix are only going to continue to lose more subscribers. Stranger Things finished. Money Heist finished. Um, Ozark's finished. I don't even know what else, like, original series they have on there. Umbrella Academy just came out. Who the fuck watches Umbrella Academy? I did. I don't, but I'm not going to go and watch this new season now because I can't remember what the fuck happened in the last season. Like, that, I actually did enjoy that when I watched it, Umbrella Academy, to be fair. So let me not shit on that show because I did enjoy it. But, like, it's not that, it's not that title that's going to get people whipped on, on the, the thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you think of Netflix, you can't think of a show attached to it. Like, when I think of Amazon Prime, they have The Walking Dead, they have Vikings, these big shows. Netflix don't really have that. Once you've seen and caught up to them, of course, like Breaking Bad, Stranger Things, Ozark, Fire Show, in fact, Peaky Blinders is on Netflix UK as well. Peaky Blinders is one of the best shows of all time. But once you've seen it, you don't need to keep paying $15.99 a month because you've seen it before. So what are Netflix doing to go forward and keep building? With Crunchyroll, the anime streaming platform, there's new anime coming out all the time and they're constantly adding shit. Do you know what I mean? Netflix, they get a new title. I mean, it's still they're still the king of streaming platforms. It's got the most um, members. But what the fuck are they doing to keep those members? People are just keeping it out of like necessity. I've reduced my thing down, my plan from $15.99 to $10.99 because, I mean, the only difference is that I can't watch things in 4K. Why do I have to pay an extra £5 a month to watch things in 4K Netflix? What the fuck is that? But it's always going to be a talking point. Remember when lockdown started and the Carol Baskin thing came out? with um, What the fuck was that Tiger guy called? I, I was about to say Tiger Tony, but it definitely wasn't that. What the fuck was his name, bro? Carol Baskin and the motherfucker Joe Exotic. Let's go. I'm glad I remembered that. Um... But yeah, so that, and everyone on social media was talking about that. I remember there was another thing called like, don't fuck with cats. And it was a serial killer thing on Netflix. Everyone was watching it. Social media was driving the hype behind the, the streaming platform, which is what happens every day uh, to every single one of these platforms now. Um, and just everything in life, social media runs the world. But yeah, Netflix lost a million subscribers. And by the end of the year, that is going to be an ugly number. Stranger Things is their biggest show right now. And it's finished and it's not coming back till 2024 or 2025. So they're going to lose so much more subscribers. Like, it's going to be crazy for Netflix. The reason I bring up Crunchyroll as well, obviously this doesn't apply to a lot of people because not everyone watches anime. But Netflix need to take a page out of Crunchyroll's book. Crunchyroll have... So let me put it in, in terms that people all understand who don't know anime. Let's say Netflix is the top streaming service. Disney Plus is the second top. Let's say Netflix bought Disney Plus. So now everything on Disney Plus is on Netflix. Yeah? But then, so the, the fucking, the, the library of content is now giant. It's tripled in size. 
But Netflix decided to reduce your membership price after doing that. Isn't that a fucking sick move? That's what Crunchyroll have done. So Crunchyroll, the top anime streaming uh, platform, they bought Funimation, which is the second highest like anime streaming uh, platform, most popular. They bought it. So all of the Funimation content is now on Crunchyroll. And now Crunchyroll sent me an email the other day saying, I noticed about your membership. And I'm thinking, oh, great. that I pay eight, eight pound a month, I think it is, for Crunchyroll. I'm like, oh, great. They're going to put it up to 10 or something or put it up to 12 now that they've tripled the library. And they were like, oh, no, we're not putting the prices up. We're putting it down to a fiver a month. So it's gone from eight quid a month to five pound a month. Three pound a month doesn't sound like a lot, but it's like 36 quid over a year. That's a decent amount. You're still, but it's not really. But you know what I mean? It's still money that you're saving that you don't have to spend. So it's nice. Any any money saved is nice um, than spent. So that's that's crazy to begin with because reducing your price after open your, your library and your content, that's a fucking goat move. So Crunchyroll, I'd clap if it didn't sound bad on the mic. Round of applause for Crunchyroll. Netflix, you should be doing the same shit, bro. All your good shows have ended and now you want to put the prices up. Add new plans where you've got to watch adverts. What the fuck am I watching adverts for on Netflix? The whole point of it is to watch a show un- uninterrupted. Why are you putting a, pl- a plan in with adverts, bro? And now they're cracking down as well on people sharing accounts. If you're struggling for money, reduce the price. Because then the demand will go up. If that 4K thing was a tenner a month. I mean, I'm paying a tenner a month now. But £16 a month to watch shit in 4K Netflix. Are you shitting me, bro? That's not worth it at all. Like, oh, bro, yeah, fuck Netflix. Don't actually, because I might need them to sponsor me in the future or something. But Netflix, yeah, that's the end of that rant. Let's talk about Stranger Things, bro. Spoiler warning, I'm going to talk about Stranger Things. If you've not seen Stranger Things, skip ahead. Like, only like three minutes, I'd say. Let's let's give myself three minutes to talk about Stranger Things. So starting now, spoiler warning for Stranger Things. Let's get it. Season four was my favorite season of Stranger Things so far. Like, I think season one is just just so good to me. Season three, though, is probably my personal favorite. I think season one is the best, but season three, I just loved. Um, Season two, I've, like, let's not talk about season two, really. Season four, though, was fucking amazing. That first watch, and you don't know the murder mystery thing about Victor Creel and Vecna. You're trying to work the shit out. The gruesomeness of it with the fucking bones snapping and shit. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Just the whole aesthetic and vibe of Stranger Things, I love. The music choices in season four as well were great. The one thing that lets it down over me is the writing. The one criticism I have, like that last episode of season four, two and a half hours long, it was a movie. Some fire scenes in there, Hopper chopping the head off the the Demogorgon. Fire, do you know what I mean? Like the, the cinematography at the end when they were all on the hill looking at the fucking thing, fire. But let's talk about the writing, bro. Why the, ah, Duffer Brothers, if you ever see this, yeah, the Duffer Brothers. Have some balls, please, and kill characters and keep them dead. Max had the perfect death. They wrote her death perfectly. She went up in the sky. We saw that in episode four, but she survived. So she's gone up again. And you're thinking, oh, we've seen her get saved before. She's going to be all right. Then that left arm snaps and you think, oh, shit. Then that left leg snaps and you think, oh, shit. She's getting snapped up. Eleven's gonna save her though. Then the other arm and leg go, and the eyes start bleeding, and you think, oh shit, she's dead. Vecna's got her. She drops, Lucas catches her or whatever. She's still alive and talking, and you think, oh, phew, she's alive still. 
and then she's like, Lucas, I can't feel anything. I can't see anything. And then her eyes are white and you think, oh shit, she's blind. And then she can't feel anything because her bones are snapped. And then she dies. And Lucas, let, let me give a shout out to Lucas. I forgot my man's name. Is it Caleb? I want to say it's Caleb in real life. Shout out to him because his performance in that final season was fucking excellent, bro. That Erica helpline when he shouted Erica is fucking fire. But like, and his performance was fire. Max Dyan was a perfect writing. Then Eleven revives her through her mind. What the fuck, Duffer Brothers? Like, I mean, we haven't seen the last season to see if it makes sense and how it all wraps up. So this is like unfinished criticism. We've never seen Elle do that before. She can revive people now. But then she went into her mind and there was nothing there. So is she brain dead? Is she is she not there still? And her body's just there? What is the fucking point? Just kill the character off. That would have been perfect. That and cause especially because in the scene uh, where that was happening, the Eddie was getting fucking killed outside as well. So it was fucking sad as fuck seeing Eddie talk to Dustin. That was sad as shit, bro. Then to cut to, to Max dying as well. If we had Eddie and Max die in that same scene, that would have been fucking crazy. But the fact that Elle revived her somehow, it's like, okay, I guess. We don't know how it's going to end. Is she going to be a fucking vegetable in, in a... Sorry, that's that's rude. Is she going to be a fucking... I can't think of a, a better word. Is she going to be brain dead in, in the hospital bed for the whole season? Have they just done that? Oh, she's in a coma so that bones can heal so she doesn't have to wear plaster next season. If they bring Eddie back as a fucking vampire, I'll be pissed because just let characters die, bro. That shit was sad as fuck. Dustin talking to Eddie's uncle at the end as well. Sad as fuck. But watch, season five is my prediction because everyone loves Eddie and the Duffer Brothers are fucking dick riders to, to the cast. I mean, to, to the fans. Shout out to the Duffer Brothers though. I don't mean disrespect by that because I fuck with them. Um... Vecna is going to use Eddie as a vessel, same way he did with Billy and the Mind Flayer. And Eddie, because he got bit by the bats, he's going to be a new D&D character. King Vamp. Oh, it's King Vamp and Vecna. But King Vamp is actually Eddie, and Eddie's going to fucking try and eat Dustin. And Dustin's going to have to kill Eddie. Give me a fucking break, bro. I don't, see, I'm getting like mad about the storyline that I've just made up on the spot. and <laughs> It's not probably going to happen. But if it does, you hear to hear first. Eddie is King Vamp. Move aside, Playboy Carthy. We've got a new uh, King Vamp in town. But, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully they just fucking kill Vecna. There was no mention of um, Yuri, um, of Murray at the end either, and the, the Russian pilot guy. And nobody mentioned Eddie as well. Nobody mentioned Eddie, apart from Dustin. Where was the part where Steve got upset about Eddie because they were starting to build a bit of a, a friendship and, like, connection? But... I said skip ahead three minutes anyway. It's been three minutes. So let's stop talking about Stranger Things. Um, and yeah. So moving on. I want to wrap this up soon. But let's talk about sports for a bit, bro. We've got... Um, I'm a big Formula One fan. I'm a big NBA fan, NFL fan, and Premier League fan. So um, a lot of sports to cover. A lot of sports to talk about. Premier League hasn't started yet. NBA's finished. Well, NBA 2K23, the cover just got announced. Cover star is going to be Devin Booker. On NBA 2K23, you have two of the greatest players of all time have rocked the number 23. And you're putting Devin Booker's bum ass on the front of the cover? Come on, bro. I mean, I actually fuck with the cover because I like the colours of it. Purple's my favourite colour, so the cover looks clean. And I used to be a fan of Devin Booker back in the day, but did you watch the playoffs last season, 2K? The, the fucking sun shit the bed. 
Devin Booker shit the bed. CP3 shit the bed. Devin Booker fumbled the final or fumbled the playoffs, fumbled the Kardashian straight after, and you're putting his bum ass on the cover. Bro, I wanted a cover that was like fucking Jordan and, Le- and LeBron together. I know Jordan is on the Ultimate Edition or something, I think. But come on, bro. It should. I know. And obviously, LeBron wears six now. But give me a throwback. Um, Cavaliers jersey, LeBron with a prime Michael Jordan next to each other on the cover. Just give me that, and I would have been fucking buying that game up. I might not even buy it now because I don't want to click on fucking Devin Booker's face every single day when I load up the game. But that's it for that rant. F1, we've got France this weekend. Um, hopefully there's a good race there. I expect a lot of reliability drama with the weather that's been going on recently. Um, so the Grand Prix should be good. But, yeah, not much else to talk about sports-wise. And not much else to talk about in general, to be honest. I think I've covered a lot in today's episode, the first episode. I've been going on for an hour now. Um, and, yeah, like, I, I need to work on this. As, as the podcasts go on, they'll get a lot more structured. I'll be able to contain my thoughts a lot more. Especially, like I say, having co-hosts on. We can bounce ideas off each other, keep our, our, each other on track. It'll be a lot easier then. Um, but if you have enjoyed listening to me rant for an hour and chat shit for an hour... Tune in each and every Friday. At least I'm hoping to do it each and every Friday if there's shit to talk about. Just keep tuning in, you get me? And and we'll see where this takes us, bro. Red Pill Podcasts, I have been your host. I don't even know what, what name to go by. Sasuke Gaming, YSK Reacts, SK Doppo, Steve-O, if you want to call me by government nickname. Yeah, I have been your host with the most. I will see you next time, people. Like and rate and subscribe or whatever you do. Um, And yeah, that's going to be it. See you in a bit.